looking for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell, and they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. What's going on, the clock fans? Man, it is January 10th, man. It is Friday. And a little Flow Rider, just to do a little shout out for his lawsuit win that he got. Love it when the guys make the money. Hey, it's Raul Lascano, man. You're on the clock. And I got Tyrone Benson. Reggie's out getting the bag, man. He's doing his thing, so he can't join us right now. Maybe he'll do another late join in. Who knows? We'll see how Reggie gets. But we got a lot to talk about, man. We got to recap the weekend, wild card weekend. It was crazy all week. All these firing of coaches. Who's coming in? Who's going out? Where's Sean Payton landing? What's going to be doing with Tom Brady? What is going to happen this weekend? Tyrone has round two on his on his uh, uh, on his uh, uh, title right now because he is the only Florida team that made it to the second round. My Dolphins lost. The Bucks lost. So we got a lot to talk about, man. You're on the clock. Don't go nowhere, man. Welcome to our house, baby. Welcome to my- What's up, Tyrone, man? What's going on, my guy? What's going on, man? We should play some little Duval. You know what? You right about that, man. I should I should have had that queued up for you. My bad, man. Mr. Second Sorry. Round. Mr. Yeah, it was a it wasn't hard. It wasn't easy, but we got there. <laughs> right, 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 right. But hey, you in there, right? Second We're round. Let me We're let me see there. if I got it for you. Oh, here you go. Here's a little Duval. Give me my best life. That's what you guys are doing. Them Jaguars living the best life out here. So what the fuck? I know, man. That was hey, bro. When I saw Trevor Lawrence roll up in a Waffle House, he like, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely got acclimated to Florida life. That's what you're supposed to do after eleven o'clock. Go get some Waffle House with Denny's. Well, he said that he's he's been to Waffle House a thousand times. He said just said that. You know, he, he wanted he wanted to go to Waffle House after the game. So yeah, I get it, man. I mean, listen, and and I know we got so much to talk about, man. Look, we might as well start there with the Jaguars, bro. I I don't think I've seen a better game. Well, no, I I saw I saw when the when the Colts lost big. I just I think I saw I never saw Trevor Lawrence play so focused in the second half. I wish he did in the first half. You know what I'm saying? Like all he needed to do was settle down. No, all we need to do is stop throwing to Sandy Samuel. You can get thrown to a side, like really, like yeah, like, I don't, on the side of the field. He he was forcing a lot of those footballs, man. He sure was. But I mean, what was the first half? I, I saw what the game plan was from Doug Peterson, right? I saw what he was trying to attack. I just think, I just really think your quarterback Trevor Lawrence was just a little bit too much. The moment was too big for him at that time. Yeah. Yeah, come I mean, y'all were texting me out there at the first half, you know, yeah. talking shit. It's fine, you know. <laughs> like I said, the moment got too big. Yeah. And well, like you said, once he settled down and came out the second half and we threw that damn first touchdown or the second touchdown. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I think we I think we're working with something. That defense started playing good and. I mean, truthfully, I mean, I'm sure you could. I mean, Reggie was on too. These refs letting these jokers play. Yeah, they they let a lot go uh, go on, man. But again, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing because across the league, when you watch all the games, the inconsistency of the refs, something has right. to be done about them. I mean, it, it's something about that. But with but with what I blame with the Chargers was, you know, a lot of people got mad at the defense of the Chargers. I was upset with the offense of the Chargers. Yeah, the offense took their foot the gas. Well, they, yeah, but you're you're. Ha- I don't understand the the on first and ten, right? First down, they get the ball. First and ten. They're trying to take a 15-yard shot. It's incomplete, right? So you only wasted, what, maybe seven, eight seconds, nine seconds at the most. Right. So they come back second down. They take another shot. Well, now you just wait. You all, in two plays, you only took 20 seconds off the clock. If that. Then they ran the ball on third down, got six yards. And I'm like, yo, why didn't you do that in first down? So second down is manageable. 
Then they punt the ball thing out. They're not going to do anything. And then you guys get the ball, come down the field, and in, what, nine plays, touchdown. And it's like, okay, they're scoring faster than what you guys are doing. I don't know what offense was trying to generate. Eckler, and listen, man, Eckler wasn't the same after he got his ass smacked by y'all. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. When Eckler got popped, he didn't want to run that ball no more, man. Yep, and I think, like you said, I think those, I, I, I didn't understand it. Man, I was talking to my dad about it. We were talking about it on Sunday, Sunday. And it was like, damn, dude, like, what happened to the OC? The OC kind of just said, you know, like, yeah. what, are you trying, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, now it's all about clock management now. Now, okay, we got they got we got three quick scores on y'all. And yeah. it's time, time to slow this game down a little bit. Yeah, so. they, they just looked like they were in quicksand, bro. Like, they couldn't – I don't know, man. That, that shit looked horrible to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we came back. It was, the first half was rough. Oh God! Like rough, rough. Like I'm screaming at TV. My my two year old son trying to sleep. Right. I'm screaming at the damn TV in the living room. And <laughs> the old lady coming out. What's what's the problem? What are you screaming for? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> like this fucking Trevor Lawrence. God damn it. Right. But, right. I mean, I, I'm not. I can't lie, man. Um, I've I've always liked ETM. Mm-hmm. And geez, like when they came out in that T formation, but my, I got excited. Right. Like, what's what's going to happen with this play? <laughs> yeah. And it was so, a ballsy called, man. Real ballsy on fourth and two. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like I said, I'm glad it, I'm glad it came back. Hell, yeah, kicker almost missed the goddamn field goal, but. I know, man. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, man, what do you, what is your prediction now moving on? Like, you guys have to go up to. Um, KC. Yeah, and, and and I mean KC is KC, man. What do you, what are you looking at? What do you guys think you got to do? I think we've got to. Well, hell, first of all, our offense got to. We can't have a slow start on offense. Can't yeah. happen. Not against them. And then two, I mean, hell, we played them good at home on the regular season. So, I mean, Trevor didn't, didn't turn the ball over. We just got out. We just got outgunned, really. Yeah. And so I mean, hopefully, situation a little bit different. Hopefully, Patrick uh, makes some uncharacteristic mistakes, and we capitalize on them. And hopefully, we get to the damn championship game. We'll see what happens. Yeah, man, it's it's a tough task, man. A lot, a lot of people can stop Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy, and hell, after watching KC do the Arctic Circle. When they spun around and then scored, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, there's nothing that you can't do. It was embarrassing. If I was a Raider, it doesn't matter if I it got traded to another team. If I play KC, I have to remember that was a, that they did that shit to me. Like I'd be right. pissed off. Right. Uh, but I, yeah, you and you got to go into Arrowhead. You know that's going to be a 12th man with the fans and how loud it's going to be. The weather. So. Yeah, and these guys had two weeks to prepare. So like, I'm sure they put a whole bunch of stuff in the nut that nobody's seen yet. Um, but I will say this: Do you do you think the KC has a better chance of doing one a running on you guys, b passing, or doing c both? I'm gonna say passing. Yeah, I'm gonna say passing. The Chargers they struggle running against us, mm-hmm. but they kill us in the middle of the field. We gotta get out that cover too. Yeah, I mean we got we, once we went we kind of went man second half a, a lot when we had an extra we started blitzing a lot more. Right and putting the, putting the pressure on. Once we did that, that's when our defensive backs started waking up. And yeah. so, well, that's when Herbert was trying to force things that weren't there, and he was he was just. And then I saw a little couple, you know, one hoppers there in the middle of the field. So he he wasn't comfortable sending all those people to him. Um, yeah. Which again, you guys had nothing to lose. Back against the wall, you're already down by a lot. Fuck it, send everybody. Let's see what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it worked out for us. But I mean, yeah. with Patrick Mahomes and he has weapons out there on the outside too. So yeah, I mean, if the middle of the field killed us. Yeah, and once once we secured that, then we were fine. So running, I don't think too many teams can run on us. Mm-hmm. It's mainly through the air. And you guys are young. You guys are generally a young team, right? Like you're this team, this core, the nucleus comes back next year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't think we, we don't we don't have no big names on the contract. I mean, we might we got Evan Ingram, who's been a freaking monster this year for us. Right. Um, he signed a one year deal, but he's already said he wanted to come back. And Zay Jones said the same thing. He had a one year contract. He wants to come back. So if we can keep the team together and then add Calvin Ridley whenever he gets uh, off a of suspension. 
I, I think we're gonna be a force for a while because we are young. We're really young, so right. So hopefully, hopefully we can keep it going. Doug Peterson keeps us in the right direction, and you know, hopefully we get out of the second round. If, even if we don't get a second round, nobody expects us to be there. Yeah, I, I agree, so, man. And, and they, again, you're going back up there, and the and the the, the model, the theme has to be to the team. We're not supposed to be here. Let's, you know, fucking give everything we got. There is no tomorrow. Um, and, and maybe they strike a match. And, and maybe, again, Arrowhead, you know, they've been off for two weeks, KC. So maybe maybe early on they struggle with, with keeping the ball or turnovers or whatever. And I don't know. Maybe that, that that's where you guys steal one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but mean, it's not going to be easy. It's not. It's not, no, not going to be easy. It's not. It's not. But, I mean, like you said, we ain't got nothing to lose. All the pressure's on KC because, you know. Right. We, but there's no pressure on us. So, we're, we're just going up there because we're not supposed to be there anyway. Right, right, and right. And KC probably, hopefully, they think the same thing. Oh, we're going to run through these jokers. Yeah. And so, hopefully, we come out there and we shock the world, baby. I hope you do. I'm going to be rooting for you guys. Um, my Dolphins, man, we, we, we went down swinging in Buffalo. We, we gave them everything we had with a third-string quarterback. Our defense played very well. But in hearing yesterday's news, Miami re- released uh, – we released the D.C. anyway. Boyer, he was there for three seasons, and, and McDaniel actually just kept him on staff, I think, just because at the time there was nothing else out there and he didn't have time to look for something. Um, and he really – the defense that played so well the year before with Brian Flores, you really didn't want to mess with any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I, thought, I thought defense played good. And that's, that's, that's where I'm a little confused of, of you know – where we why we released DC? I know the number stats. When you look at the stats of, of Miami, we're like twenty first in turnovers. We're like thirtieth in stopping the run. I get all that, but I, I think that's only because the numbers are so bad because our offense isn't on the field long enough for the defense to you know, right? You know, what I'm saying to to kind of work out those stats. You know, the longer you're on 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 the field, the some plays are going to be good, some plays are going to be bad. I mean, it, it is what it is, but. If you got to be on the field time possession wise, I would like to see that number. Which how long was the defense on compared to the fucking offense? Um, I think we were on there a lot longer. Now to hold, not hold, but to try to stay toe to toe with with Buffalo thirty four thirty one is what we lost by. And even then, we were up by four going into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter actually twenty four twenty. You know, we 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 almost stole one in Buffalo, and and it gives me high hopes for next year if we have Tua. Who I'm not a Tua fan, but he's a lot better than Skylar Thompson is. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know what happens. I don't know if we if we steal one or not, man. I, I think y'all steal one because there's a couple times you had Tyreek streaked across the middle. Oh, field I know, God. and Skylar Thompson's arm wasn't strong enough to get there, or well, he didn't he, see him. Or he, yeah, he. I just think he didn't see him, and he didn't want to pull the fucking trigger, man. Right. I mean, there's that yeah. one fourth. There's that one fourth down in the end of the game. Yeah, you had Tyreek running the post wide up middle of the field. I don't think he saw him. He did did a check down and got yeah, and man. The first down. So and, like, and, it, and we did bad clock management when when fourth and one where we we got the delay game and that really would have helped us. Y'all had a shit ton of delay game. Like, I know. Like, what's up with that, bro? Tell me about it. it's like it's it's almost as if so. I've been an OC right. So when when you get a delay game. It's it's because one you're arguing about what personnel you want in and who's going in there, or maybe a defense did a late substitution. So what you had in there, you're trying to counter that, and you're just overthinking yourself too much, and you you don't get to play in. You know what I'm saying? And and especially with McDaniel's, he has a lot of shifts, motions before you snap the ball. That if you don't get the play in by twenty sec by by I don't know second sixteen fourteen at the latest, so they can line up and do their shifts. We're gonna get a delay game every time, man. I mean, they they got him in crucial time. They got him in the red zone, got two back to back. I'm like, God dang, really? It was heartbreaking, man. It was heartbreaking. But I, 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 mean, I do we do have hope for the future, which is good. Yes, I mean, I, I give it to Skylar Thompson. I mean, yeah, I, I will too. I mean, he 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 played, he played, he did what he could. I, and that's why so, I, I said it the week prior when he was playing. I was like, yeah, there's something there, you know. And I know going to, but first of all, it's not. I don't care if you were a veteran quarterback. It would have been hard for Tua. It would have been hard for Joe Burrow. It would have been hard for anybody to go into Buffalo to play Buffalo, especially after what had happened just a week prior with, with DeMar Hamlin and, and how lively they're playing. Like it, It's going to be a, a harsh environment to play in anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can't lie, man. Y'all defense, y'all pass rush. I mean, they're rushing four yeah. and getting to the quarterback every time. Yeah. yeah. Knocking them down. They're causing turnovers. Yeah. I, I like the fact that you know what I and, and I mean interrupt you, but the more the more we rush the quarterback, I like that he send the blitz 
straight down the freaking middle to get him off that line, to get him yep. not comfortable moving side to side. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was, I, we didn't do that a lot of that in the first time we met him when uh, they were throwing snowballs at us, but we, we did it this time, so it was good. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's the name? Uh, what number? Fifteen Phillips. Yeah, he really man, came on, man. For, for 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 a second year player last year, he struggled. He had his growing pains. This year, I think he dialed it in. This year, I've I watched him a lot this year. And yeah, he's a hell of a pass rusher. I do too, man. And he reads it very well. Even when you're trying to do those read options, he he reads it very very well. Uh, so yeah, he he came on strong, man. I'm 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 hoping he does a good. Again, I don't know who the DC is going to be next year. I, I hope we 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 pick up somebody with some kind of clout. Um, uh, but we do have the we do have the nucleus. We do have the players around it to be a a pretty good defense next year. A really good oh, defense. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But the other one that we got to talk about the other Florida team that just yeah, I wish Reggie was on you so we could really get in depth. He's probably still hurting over this. But that that Bucks versus Dallas game, man. I I knew. I didn't. First off, I didn't think Dak Prescott could play very well, and he played very, very, very well. That's because oh. the Bucks made him look that. Like and, and, and I don't want to take away from him because Dallas fans that listen to this are gonna be like, "Oh, we still can't get no respect." I'm giving you respect. I think you played very well. I think you dominated the game. But with that said, it's supposed to look dominant when the other side is completely fucking lost on what needs to be done. I mean, Ceedee Lamb is a great wide receiver, but when you're that wide open. With nobody around you for 40 yards, yeah, you're supposed to score. You're, you're supposed yeah. to complete that pass. You're not supposed to miss that. Um, I mean, even the bootleg that that scored on. Oh, my God. He just crashed like, like, like he had help on the outside or something. Bro, and you can see that they're setting up the bootleg all the way. Oh, like, it's yeah, coming. I've seen it coming, yeah. Like, well, it's coming, brother. Fuck, no. He can't get a yard or two. He, they're going to they're gonna boot this with him. And, um, and they did, man. They, Dallas played, like I said, very, very well. The only person that didn't play very, very, very well who would have been walking his ass back to Dallas is that damn kicker who missed four extra points. Jesus. From the same hash, too. Right. Nobody wanted to move the ball to the middle of the field. Like, come on, man. And <laughs> then, then, then the last one he missed, he missed to the left. Yeah, he hooked the shit out of it. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. You got one job, bro. One yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't see him staying... After the season, I, I think they keep him for now, but that's it. And, and thank goodness Dallas was scoring touchdowns and not getting down there to score field goals because that would have been really bad that he missed yeah, four yeah. field goals and kept everybody in I it. mean, in the back of my mind, like, he missed the first one. Okay, that, that's going to hurt him. Yeah. Then he missed the second one. I'm okay, now if, if Tampa freaking gets their shit together, that's definitely going to hurt him. Yeah, 14-12, it will yeah, definitely yeah. hurt. Yeah, because now they're chasing points. So. Right. So it's like, all right, so let's, let's, come on, Tampa, let's get, get this shit, let's get this shit rolling. Right, right, but they, right. They, they just look, they look slow, they look old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. defense, I mean. Bro, uh, they, they were, they were. Devin White can't do it all, man. Right, and before, the, and I know not having Shaq Barrett hurts, I, I know that, but bro, when I tell you, when you, you know there's miscommunication when, when the offense breaks the huddle, they're coming to the line of scrimmage, and they start doing their check calls, and the back, the back, the secondary is looking like, what are we running? And they're just lining up. They're just, fuck it, we're going to line up and figure it out. You got linebackers looking at the sideline like, what are we running? And they don't know what they're doing. One of the things that I was impressed with Dak Prescott was, it, I, can't, I can't remember the quarter play, but I remember Gallup was uh, lined up tight to the scrimmage, right? So he was kind of like a tatch wide receiver. And when he saw that the cornerback was going to blitz from that, Dak told Gallup to scoot out. He, he pointed to get him out, like scoot out. He brought the corner out, and what it, what it did was now the corner has to blitz from no man's land, right? Right. So now the 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 safety shows he taps his chest is like, yo, I got this guy. So that means they're gonna switch off. Um, or I'm sorry, they're gonna they're gonna blitz. The safety was gonna blitz, and the corner has to stay home with the receiver, bro. Once the ball was snapped, that that receiver was gone, and he just threw a deep ball because there's no way that safety is gonna come down and add pressure to him. Nope. There was no fucking way to do it. Um. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of miscommunication, a lot of things that were wrong there. It's like, damn, what what happened? And then reading yesterday, I don't know. I, I, let me let me bring this up real quick, bro. They got a lot of people that are gone now. Um, the the Bucks fired. You know, they fired Leftwich. They fired him. Which some you know somebody has to be the scapegoat. Um, but also the people that were leaving were were were, were specialist coaches. Were like seven of them. The wide receiver coach. I don't want to butcher their names, but I'm just going to tell the positions that are gone. 
The wide yeah. receiver coach is gone. The quality control, offensive uh, quality control coach is gone. Uh, the defensive line coach is gone. The running backs coach is gone. The quarterbacks coach is gone. The offensive assistant, he's gone. The outside linebackers coach, he's gone. So, like, they cleaned up a lot of people out of there, which lets me know two things. When you fired Byron Leftwich, you must have an OC in mind already who has a staff, so you don't have to worry about this shit. Or you're going to go hunting, and if you go hunting, that's a lot of people to fill positions. Um, and, I, and people's fate about Tom Brady, which I'm going to ask you here in a second, people were saying Tom Brady might stay, Tom Brady might go. With all those people leaving, I don't think if Tom Brady stays, I'll be surprised. Uh, Tom Brady, he, I know Reggie would want to hear this, but man, I think it's the time to hang it though. He showed he showed his age. Yeah, he did. Dallas, he did. I mean, it was a couple plays that you know, a couple balls he threw, and it's like, dude, what, what are you throwing? He's throwing the ball to man, like you, yeah. you like dude, seven yards away from you, you, you one hopping him, and it's yeah. like, come on, man, like what are you doing? Yep. And you getting you getting frustrated and it's like come on, man. Yeah, that's your fault. He, he he didn't show he didn't show his age to me. Like he just it wasn't the Tom Brady that I'm used to watching for the last twenty three years. Right. And watching him like, man, you can't ever a Tom Brady team, you can't never count him out. So watching the game, I'm just waiting for him to get one score, let's get one score and it's gonna be a game. Right. But they just never got that one score. Never so. got in rhythm, never really got the ball to Evans or Godwin. I saw a lot of passes in Russell Gage's area. And God bless Godwin, man. I'm going to tell you right now, when he when he did target him and he threw the ball, that dude was taking shot after oh, shot oh, after shot, man. He was on it. Yeah, God bless Godwin, man. That He showed how tough he is in, in those situations and what he was willing to do to help the man. team win. And like I was telling you before, like I – yeah, he came from Jacksonville – but I cannot stand Leonard Fournette. Yeah, they should they should get it back. The backup had seven carries for forty nine yards. Feed that dude, man. He's having seven yards a pop. I mean, he's made good cuts, good reads. Yeah, catch, catch the ball the backfield. Because even yeah. even being down 12-0, you still run the ball. It's not. It's not, you. you don't have to abandon everything. And they abandoned it early. They they left that run game gone. They didn't want to do nothing with it. I know. And I mean, you got fourth and one, fourth, third and two. Yeah. Get the ball to four and then he's tipping through the hole, feet stopping in the hole, and yeah, one of on one of them he had the outside wide open. He cut back into the Dallas linebackers. Like, what are you doing? Try to outrun this man. What are you? What are you? Why would you cut yeah, into like, him? He, he like he just he hasn't all season for me is like he just ain't he just haven't he hasn't shown me nothing. Like it's like dude, right. you might need to hang you might need to hang your pads up too because once you leave that, I think once he leaves the Bucks, ain't nobody gonna sign him. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you're gonna get signed again. I mean, it depends. We'll see. We'll, you know, it's still Tom Brady. We'll see what he wants to do. Maybe, maybe he puts himself out there, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we'll keep you as a backup." And he gets to feel for it. And he's like, "You know what? Maybe I'm just done. Maybe I got to retire." I would hate for him to go out the way he did, getting getting dominated over the way he did. But I mean, like you said, when it's time, it's time. I mean, it happens to all the greats. It, it, it's but, just but time. I, but I mean, there's no other team, no Super Bowl contenders that need a quarterback right now. So any other team he goes to, yeah. It's going to be pretty much starting all over. Well, well Aaron, so I don't think the Green Bay Packers are Super Bowl ready, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's doing that eluding the, the type thing again. And uh, he had comments yesterday that I, I had choice about it, and, and I saw Rob, Rob Gronkowski or Gronk talking oh, yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, man, where he was, you know, Aaron Rodgers basically, if you guys didn't get to get to see it or listen to it, you can look it up. Aaron Rodgers basically said he's he feels that he can win another MVP and that he can, whether it's with Green Bay or another team, he doesn't know. And Gronk came back and said, well, you're worried about winning MVP. You should be worried about winning Super Bowls. Like, why are you worried about And I agree with Gronk. Like, why the fuck do you care about an MVP? You need to be winning Super Bowls. I mean, shit, man, I, I totally agree with that. But with the money Aaron Rodgers is making, $105 million for next year. Oh, he. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm worried about him. It's more about self. Yeah, that's what, and that's what he's doing, <laughs> preservation. I get it. Um, but I, I think he's going to end in Green Bay, though. Yeah, I, w- I mean, I would, I would guess so, man. Dallas, I mean, though, he, he, he got 155 million left on that that contract. He that's a lot of money to walk away from. Oh, I agree with you. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Dallas, I am in. Uh, Dallas has, has moved on. They're going to play the 49ers. Brock Purdy, uh, Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. They're all waiting on him. Listen, man, I, I think it's going to be a good game because if you don't, everybody's telling me, oh no, 
The 49ers are going to blow these guys out. Hey, man, let's let's be honest here. It was 23 to 20 last year or 20. Yeah, 24, 20 or 23, 20. Something like that where they had to go down and score a touchdown. But that's the famous game where, remember, the, the referee spotted the ball to prevent him from spiking it to stop the clock with like four or five yeah. seconds. That was just last year. Um, so I'm sure that's on, on Dak's mind and the rest of the Cowboys about how they, they felt like maybe they had a, uh, at least a shot at the end zone because they were, what, on the 25 maybe? Maybe the 18-yard line, 19, something like that. They were close to the end zone that they could yeah. take a shot or two. Um, I'm wondering if, if that plays a role this week. You know what I mean? How close this game's going to be. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like what Reggie was saying, we talked last week, you know, Brock Purdy, you know, he hasn't been putting adversity teams on on the back. And Seattle put him through the world in the first half. Yeah, he did. He looked he looked bad and in the first he, half. Yeah, I mean he 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 completed he completed passes. He did what he had to do, but he looked flustered. Yeah, but then once he settled down, it was it was lights out. Yeah. So, uh, what, think, what's your score prediction for that game for Dallas and 49ers? What do you think is going to come come down to it? I think it's going to be close, like a 28-24. I think it's going to be close. I'm going I'm going thirty. Going 31-21. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, both these I mean, teams are evenly matched, too. Because, I mean, I was listening to, um, I think it was what, First Take? Something, something yeah, this morning, yesterday morning. But um, they were saying that the reason why Christian McCaffrey is able to play the whole season, with play the whole, every game with the Niners because his touches were cut in half. Oh, absolutely! When you when you he was with the Panthers, he was carrying the ball, 30, touching the ball thirty to forty times a game. And you can't do that in the season of the NFL right. the way it is, man. And, it doesn't and, work. And, it, and with the Niners, he's averaging seventeen, was it seventeen point nine? So between seventeen and twenty three touches a game. That's why he's doing what he's doing. But that's perfect. He's full. He's right. healthy. He he's, he can. The burst is there every time he runs the football, and he's a threat when he swings. A linebacker has to go with him, so somebody's open in the middle of the field. I agree with you, man. It, yeah. Carolina that just ran him down, and I'm pretty sure there were some games he's like, "Look, I'm just not fucking playing because I'm hurt. I'm tired, man." Right. And so I mean, and I see it. I mean, you, you like you said, the burst is there. Yeah. Anytime, anytime he touches the ball, it's, it's like. Oh damn, God, you're on the you're edge, edge of your seat. Like, yeah, like, damn, I think he can go 90 right now, yeah. Right, and I mean, then with, hell, when you got two, you got two players in the field that can take the ball to the house anytime, him and Debo. Yeah. I mean, Debo yeah. took the little hitch pass and went 74. I, I knew he was fast, but damn. Yeah, he was he moving. the angle on him and he didn't get close. Yeah, yeah, he let that Lamborghini loose, bro. He was he was out right. of it. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm... I'm going with the Niners that game, and not not because I'm a Dallas hater. I right. just don't I just don't see Dak pulling together back to back consecutive, yeah, good games like like he did against. Um, I don't see him playing like he played against the Bucks. San Fran's defense is way better than the Bucks defense. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, the other game is, is is you know that we watched over Wildcard and just finished up the recap is is Baltimore and Cincinnati. We watched that team that game. Um, we watched Hubbard, who took a 98-yard uh, fumble recovery to the house to put him into the lead. But that was one of the games where, and again, it's very difficult to play somebody back-to-back weeks and come out with Ws. So when people say, oh, Cincinnati is done, the Bills are going to run through them, you don't know. It's hard to beat a team three times, let alone you got to do it back-to-back weeks. Um, right. It's not fucking easy to do whatsoever. I do think there was a little luck there when, with the fumble, but, hey, it is what it is. Um Cincinnati, though, is playing the Bills. At, I think it's a neutral site, right? They have to play at a neutral no, no, site? No, 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 the, the uh, AFC Championship game is a neutral site. AFC Championship game. So this one's at Buffalo. At Buffalo. Damn, okay. So the Cincinnati's got to go into Buffalo. They got to go play them. Um, and for me, I, I'm going to tell you now, I think Cincinnati steals one. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be another one that, that, that's last person with the ball wins. Um, I got Joe Burrow finishing it out, man. I really do. I mean, before the uh, Hamlin thing happened, I mean, hell, they were jump. They jumped out on the Bills then. Yeah, they did. So, they did. I mean, I mean, they jumped out on them quick. So it was like, okay, but yeah, I, I'm going with the Bills on this one. Okay, I, I say th- I think going in for Cincinnati, going into Buffalo, knowing that Cincinnati is the one that put Hamlin in the hospital. Even though it was just a freak accident, yeah. it's going to be very hostile for for Cincy. 
So I don't know. The, the, fans the, are the be thing that close. the thing that got the Dolphins close to the Bills was was Josh Allen screwing up and having that bad. That was three turnovers, two interceptions, and the fumble that turned right. into a touchdown. If he doesn't control that, bro, against Cincinnati, uh, Joe Burrow is is very good at, at keeping control of the ball. So if he if he has an off day, I'll be I'll be surprised. But it comes down to which one is going to keep that ball under control and still catching these first downs. Like, you get three first downs, a drive, you're going to score. Whether it's a field goal or, or, or a touchdown, it, you're going to score whichever team. And I think Joe's going to control that better than, than Josh is because Josh last week, he just looked way off. Man, He did not look comfortable playing. Yeah, and then, I mean, on top of that, they were talking about you know, Josh Allen not using his legs as much as he used to. Yeah, I know. I, th- I, I think Josh Allen's legs are going to be the difference. In this one? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's fair to say that, man. I mean, it, it very well be. Still recapping, man, and then just finishing up. You know, a lot of people were upset that Lamar Jackson didn't play that game. Um, they've been talking about it all week. You know, is Lamar staying? Lamar going? I, I'm going to ask you that same question. In my opinion, I honestly think he leaves. I mean, he didn't even travel with the team when they went to go play Cincinnati, which says a lot. A lot of people were upset that he should have played, that they said that he's about 85 90%. But I'll, if it wasn't for RG3 putting out that, that post, I don't know if you yes. saw Showing yes, that post is. like, this is what happens when you just put a freaking brace on it, thinking that you're going to go help a team, you know, trying to be the hero of the franchise, and this is what happens to you. Um, which I think is amazing as a, as a man and, and as, a, as a football player to put that out there yourself and say, look, I made a bad decision. I'm trying to do it for my team, trying to do it for this franchise, I made a bad decision and it cost me because it did change RG3's whole world when he messed up that knee, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It changed his whole career. Went, he was done. Yeah, yeah. The whole st- – I mean, just just moved him off the line as far as where his life was going or heading football-wise. So I don't blame Lamar. Do you think Lamar stays in Baltimore? Do you think because uh, they came out yesterday and said that they're very confident that they're going to keep Lamar Jackson? I think they're going to keep him. Yeah, they're not. He's Lamar wants that Deshaun Watson money. It's not going to happen. But do you think he's happy in Baltimore? Like, do you think he's like, yeah, I want the money, I want the bag, but this is not the place for me? I, I think he's. I, I think he's happy in Baltimore, and I mm. think that for him not playing. If he played, that'd be that'd be Cincinnati. Oh yeah, I agree with that. There's no doubt. But like you said, RG three put that little post out, and it's 100. percent I mean, yeah. it takes one one slip. Like RG three, he went. He's he's fumbled the snap. Went to pick up the ball, and his knee went his sideways, knee man. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was already fucked up. Right, and so yeah. I mean, I, I I think they're gonna keep. I think he's gonna stay. And they're going to franchise tag him. They're not going to get a big contract. They're going to franchise him. That, that, that sucks, man, because look, I think Lamar leaves. I think he's gone. I, there's certain there's things that you see, like, um, how can I say this? Like uh, like when the breakup is coming, right? Like when you're breaking up, you already see the signs that it's leading to. Like it's, it's already coming down there. If he stays, great. But I haven't seen anything that Baltimore has done to help Lamar be the best version that Lamar Jackson can be. I, I haven't seen it one time. Like receivers don't want to play with him, or play, receivers don't want to play for him. You think so? You so, think it's Lamar? Like the receivers don't want to play with Lamar? And that's why they they can't get no big name receivers in uh, Baltimore. Because they say he can't throw and this and that. Yeah. I mean, the last two years he's shown he could be a pocket passer. So, yeah, if he has some guys around him. I mean, I, yeah, I hear that 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 you know the receivers don't want to come there, but I mean. You know, it ain't their fucking choice. If they want to buy a team, a team wants to trade or get them, like, you're going to come there no matter what. I know if you're a free agent, maybe that's not your first choice. Um, but a lot of people were talking about him going to Tennessee. Like, if we play the fantasy game, right, if we play the what-if game, you know, what yeah. if he leaves. Okay, I don't see him. Do you think Tennessee is a spot for him to go to? I, I don't see him thriving in Tennessee. Who's he going to throw the ball to? Right. You know what I mean? I mean it looks like I mean, a lateral move. He's going to be doing the same shit he's doing in Baltimore. The only difference is he has a better running game. That's, that's it. That's the only difference. That's the only. So, that's the threat. That's it. So I mean, they had the Jets I, up there. I, I, they had the Bucks I, up there. They had Miami I, up there. I, I mean, seen I, Atlanta, I seen Atlanta yesterday. That Atlanta was interested in them. Of course, I, everybody would be interested. Who you'd be crazy not to even just entertain talking to them. But when yeah. you look at teams that are ready to go to to win it all and, and do it, like what team do you say like Yeah, Lamar, this might be a good fit. You know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I mean? That's a difficult. That's a difficult list. 
Why would yeah, he go to I the mean, Jets? The Jets are not nowhere near even making playoff ready. They're not even playoff ready, let alone I mean, Super Bowl ready. I mean, I think they're. I mean, the Jets look pretty decent this year. The the the, the Jets and the Lions. I mean, I like the Lions, yeah, I like the. Yeah, Lions. I love. I like the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. I'm. I am. I listen. I bought a. I bought a Lions jersey because of him, man. Because of of how Dan Campbell has been uh, carrying his team and and how he handles it and how he approaches. I love the fuck how he's been doing it, man. It's it, it's good. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised, but man, you can put Lamar, you can put Lamar over in uh, Vegas. Wow, that's a uh, yeah. But are, are they playoff ready? Do you think Raiders are playoff ready? I mean, you got the the, lead, the league leading rusher out there. You got mm-hmm. Devontae Adams out there. You had Devontae. I mean, Lamar has a strong arm. You had mm-hmm. you had his legs to what you already got running game wise. Might be some. Yeah, with Devontae Adams out there. I mean, you might have something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Raiders defense is decent. So, I mean, you got like you said, you got to put the pieces around him to see what he can do. Right and like and with Baltimore, I just don't think they try hard enough to get the pieces around them. So I don't know. I mean, you just—I think he stays. Cause, I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be. Yeah, they say this team, this team, this team, but I don't think them teams are going to pull the trigger for Lamar Jackson. Right. So I think I think he has to do a little bit more with his arm. And winning games and staying healthy because last two seasons he's been hurt. Yeah, man, he he's he's the last two seasons he's missed the last five games of the season, whether it's playoffs or not. But he's missed the last five games and and it's it's the it's been back to back seasons now. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to say it's, it's because he doesn't want to play, um, or he doesn't want to do anything. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. He, it's it's to me. He just I don't know, man. I, I think he wants to play, but the, the situation just ain't good, man. It's just not. It's not right right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I agree. I just I, I just don't see where he would go. I don't see the teams pulling the trigger for him. Well, the, I think I know I'm a Dolphin fan, but I mean maybe they could try. But that's a lot of money to pay somebody when we have Tyreek already on the bill on the docket. They already said two is coming back, so we'll see how that works. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think he does stay. I hope he leaves. I hope he leaves, but I think he ends up in Baltimore, like you said. I don't think. I don't know. After hearing what you're saying, yeah, he, he might not just leave. There's nowhere else to go. Um, okay, so a lot of coaches got fired, man. Let, let's talk about it here. A lot of coaches got fired. A lot of people are are, are wondering, you know, why this and that. Um, the Vikings fired the DC. The Ravens, are, um, well, they haven't fired him, but the Dolphins fired somebody. They fired our DC. There's a lot of open vacancies here. Um, I don't know. The, and oh, speaking of the Ravens, that's what I wanted to tell you. The Ravens OC resigned. Did you know that? Yes. So I hope that plays a part of trying to keep it Lamar. I mean, they got to bring an OC. I mean, truthfully, I don't. I I see Byron Leftwich there. And shit, you know what? Yeah, that's a good point. Good freaking point. They might pick him back up. The coach that I, the coach I want to see when we talked about already, Sean Payton. I, you know, I'm gonna keep talking about it till he lands somewhere. Um, I well, wonder he, where he wants to go. Well, he said that he has no problem taking over the uh, Texans. <sighs> yeah, and the, te- and the Texans played well the last couple weeks. They did. They did I, play well. But I mean, I just think that's too much of a rebuild. Rebuilding, there's too much rebuilding there. Like you need a quarterback, you need some really running back, you need some wide outs. Right. Brandon Brandon Cook didn't quit on you already. Yeah. Um, defensively, they're pretty stout on defense. They just can't score points. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, for me, for me as a head coach, that's that's at least a three to four year project. Yeah. That's and true. So, and it is, and I wonder if he's willing to take that that. That mantle. I wonder if he's willing to take that challenge on, man, because that's that's a lot of, to do, man. Right. That's sure. not fucking easy. Um, and NCAA, man, you know, Deion Sanders has been – he made news again. He, he flea flipped the old boy from Lakeland. Yeah, man, damn it. Hey, man, shout out to Coach Boldini out there in Lakeland, defense coordinator, man. Yeah, good Put guy. Athletes out there. Yeah, man, he he was our D.C. at Heritage when we first started. And mm. him and my dad and my dad are real good friends, and he has number two 
dudes out there in Lakeland, baby. Yeah, I know he does, so, man. And Dion was able to snag the number one cornerback. Once again, he was able to steal him away, man. I mean, Dion, I don't know if you've seen the videos. I don't know if you watched them, bro. I don't yeah, know if you watching them. Hey, man. Dion said it to them. To, I love how he talks, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I would love to play for fucking Dion or even just coach. You know, be I don't care if I got to freaking throw towels to the to the players or whatever, man. I, I like to be in the building. But I love what he was telling these kids. I mean, he's telling them, hey, listen, man, I am not here to groom you. I am not here to wait till you mature. It is a win-now mentality. We need to win right now, and I need guys that are going to win right now. Bro, I think that's some of the realest shit I've ever heard coming from a coach. You know what I'm saying? Because usually it's about mentoring. Maybe it's about making better men. And he's going to make them better men. But I love the fact that he's, yo, we're going to win right now. He told his coaches also, I better not catch none of you partying, clubbing, hanging out, buddy-buddy with any of these players. You are not their friends. We are here to win. This is a college, this is college getting ready for the pros, and the, they do not party with the coaches and the pros. So don't, catch, don't let me catch you doing it because once you flip a guy or try to tell him to go and he flips out on you, you got no reason to say anything. And if it, I catch it, you guys are gone. You know what I'm saying? So... Yep. Dion's doing so, his thing, flipping McLean, man. I mean, pfft. I'm looking forward to the USC game, bro. That's the one I want to see Colorado play. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've seen the memes on it already. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I I'm I'm interested. I'm just interested in seeing what Colorado does in general. Yeah, I, I mean, am too. I mean, week one. I mean, it's going to suck, but they're going to play at fucking ten o'clock at night. Yeah, but I mean. All, I mean, they've already they've already sold more tickets this year than they have the last like and jerseys, years. yeah, everything, man. T- season ticket holders are coming, bro. I, I want to see Shamar, or, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, Shador, Shador. I'm sorry, Shador and Kayla play. That's a hell of a matchup. I want to see Travis Hunter versus Alex Grinch, right? And I want to see, uh, um, shit. I just want to see Colorado versus USC, and it, I think it's September 30th is when they're gonna play Lincoln Riley versus Deion Sanders. I think Deion was very smart and calculated when he picked Colorado. You know what I'm saying? I think he looked at the schedule. I think he looked at what they what they're capable of, and you know who's the best in that division, all that stuff. And I think he was very smart on, very calculated on picking Colorado. This wasn't just a wild choice, you know what I mean? Right. Now, I, I, truthfully, I think all the all the cats he's bringing in, the cats they got already. I just think he's one transfer portal running back or four or five star running back away from. Yeah, Set, setting that offense off, bro. He, I mean, when he announced his coaches and he was able to pull one of the Alabama coaches over there and, and Auburn coach, you, you hear the coaches of where they coach from. You're like, damn, like yeah. he he's he's he, he is serious about that win shit now. He wants that shit right now. Yeah, and I mean, he's pulling from all the winning programs. So yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's like you know, he, 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 already, he always said, no, "I am a I'm, I'm a winner. I, I've always won." So yeah. I mean, I don't fault them, you know. I mean, the transfer portal closed today, so yes. So hopefully, you know, doesn't open up again soon. It opens up. Uh, I think it opens up in the end of May. That's what week. it was, yeah. So yeah, so the recruiting trail for right now for high school kids is, is going to be hot right now. Right, and that's why I was telling my son, I'm like, Yo, the portal closed now, so now them coaches going to start being in DMs and stuff like yep. that. Cause now they ain't got to worry about. Who's in the portal? So right, right, right. So I'm like, this is where you get your where you get your money right here. So yeah, this is this is where they're gonna earn. It. Now they they're, like you said, they're gonna come out to schools. They're gonna go talk. You're gonna see head coaches moving places. Hell, they probably started that already. You know, knowing that the portals are closing a day or two, and they already got the guys that they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my brother, my brother said all week. This is only Thursday, but or Friday now, but um. He said all week they've had six, six college six college coaches, D one coaches come through there mm. already. Yeah. So, it is, like you said, it's starting. You yeah. Know? So, you yeah. know, I just think the. I mean, I know they were they were talking about it. Um, uh, college football now about how they're going to do the, the portal because they it says get out of hand. Yeah. That there's. I was reading about a cat today. You know, he's he's on his fifth school. Mm-hmm. In five years, it's yep. like really, and that's I mean, what they had a thing over here in Tampa. This is gonna sound really stupid, but I'll show you how it, how it all comes full circle. Over here in Tampa, for little league football, right? For little league football, they had a transfer rule, right? That the organization that you are going to, the new team that you're going to, you can only take three of those kids on any level, right? So you can't take seven, eight, nine. 
kids. Because it's different levels, right? So if you had an eight-year-old and there was more than three kids, you couldn't take all. You couldn't take four, five, or six because they right. didn't want to gut that organization. Is what they didn't want to do, right? Because you know, parents fall over coaches, and he could take twenty, thirty people. I mean, yeah. When I left Bayside and went to West Melbourne uh, with my son, I took thirteen players with me. Right. See, so over here they had a transfer rule. You couldn't do that. I see something like that happening in college football. I see something happen. Maybe maybe you can transfer schools, right? You could keep transfer schools, but they're going to make you wait a certain time when you can get into there. Like, or yeah. maybe the limitation of how many kids you could take. Because, like, Lincoln Riley, when he left and went over to uh, um, USC. He gutted. He gutted him. them boys. They had to start taking whatever they could from the portal just to recoup what they lost. Um, but he gutted the shit out of them and made USC competitive. Um, and I think I think college football is going to see that as well. I think the other thing too is Alabama, Clemson, these guys who were trying to do it the traditional way, still trying to recruit very well and keep those guys. They're seeing that very quickly, very fast that other teams have become competitive based off that portal. Now we haven't seen a a portal heavy team play for a playoff game or national championship yet, but I think it's coming within the next two to three years. Yeah, I mean, hell, we still got the number one recruiting class in the country. That's yeah. how we roll. Yeah, yeah well, it's, it's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, it's, it's Alabama. Alabama. That's yeah. how we roll. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I think that, you know, I, I'm not sure how they're going to freaking – like, they, they got to do something with the portal. Cause it's just – it's too much. Yeah. And then, like like Dion said, too, like, I, I do watch his little things on YouTube and stuff. And he even said, he goes, my biggest thing about the portal is – why would you leave a team? You're, you're third on depth chart. That means you're getting some kind of playing time. Yeah. Then you jump in a portal with 2,000 other kids. So you went from number three to number 2,000. Well, you, then, when, when kids jump, though, bro, they already had the deal set up. Like, don't don't get it twisted. Like, you, these kids are already talking to other colleges or having somebody talk to other colleges, and then they're just jumping in the portal so the college can make it official that they take them. But it, don't get it twisted, bro. They, they already know or have a speculation of where they want to go, and they're already making phone calls and talking to people, whether it's them physically or somebody else. Yeah, everybody talking about, oh, well, Bama, Bama has all these kids in the portal. Guess where they all, most of them went? TCU. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, really? Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to go to TCU, bye. So. Yeah, see you. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I want to, and, and again, it's Alabama, man. It's not like you, they're not going to reload and bring in other five stars and, like you said, number one recruiting class again. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how college football goes about. It's gonna be interesting about Deion Sanders. I want to see. I do want to see. I don't know. I'm excited for college. I want to see his games, and that's what he does, man. He, he he's gonna bring the revenue. He's gonna bring the TVs, and I think he did all this to be honest with you, man. Leaving Jackson State, I think he did this all for his son because his son's not getting the notoriety that he deserves. I believe. I definitely believe that. I mean, he yeah. put up Heisman Heisman numbers. Yeah, but he's never going to get recognized because he's in the HBCU. HBCU, yeah. and then the competition level is totally different. Right, so they're never, they're never going to consider him whatsoever. Now, he goes to Colorado. He puts up another 3,000 yards, 4,000 yards like he did. You know what I'm saying? Those 18 touchdowns have those good numbers like he did. Oh, yeah, they got no choice but to, to consider him for, for, some, for Heisman or, or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for something. For something, man, for, you know, Offensive so. Player of the Year or something. Yeah, I mean, you mean just like with the whole college thing too, though. The Florida quarterback that that, can't, that went or signed, and then now he's, he wants to uh, unsign because the NIL deal didn't go through. Right. Come on, man. You got you. How you sign up? How you get a four year, thirteen million dollar NIL deal? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, I like that. Like, that that's the money's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I agree, man. The money, the money is gonna. I mean, it's already changed college football. Right, but I mean, it's going to change the players too. Now they're going to start getting that whole mentality and like the bowl games. Like players don't want to play in the bowl games, and and that's what that's what that's that's the fear that that I believe that Nick Saban had of of how kids how this thing was going, how they're treating them with NIL deals and the portal and stuff. That this has turned into more of a of a mini NFL than it was, you know, just being college football playing for your school and you know earning the education right. stuff, you know. Um, but who knows, man? I don't. I, I I'm interested to see. I think the rules and sanctions come down because of how crazy it gets with the portal. Remember, before it was everybody can join in. It's all year long to 
They changed it to, okay, you only can do the portal twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. For these 30 days, let kids visit or whatever, and then they close it down. So I think another rule comes out NCAA-wise as far as what they can do, what they can't do. Because, again, I'm sure there's head coaches all over the country that, that like it, don't like it. The D2s, I'm sure, love it because they're getting five and four stars. Whatever they can't, whatever the other teams can't pick up, they're taking it. Um, right. So it's going to be interesting, man. Look, I, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Tyrone, this is all the time we got, man. But is there any shout-outs you want to give, anything that you want to say? You know what I'm saying? This is the time to do it, bro, because we've run out of time. <laughs> no, freaking um, not really. My hell, brother held his first little parent meeting yesterday and had the head coach at Heritage and yeah. had a good little turnout. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the spring. See, we'll see what it brings. And, yeah. And see, I see these kids buying in, and I mean, I got go out to some of the little workouts, and right. they, they're working hard, and they, they mean they're buying in. So I mean, he's had fifty plus kids in the weight room, and that's what's up. Um, and uh, that half our team runs track, half the team, most of them kids run play baseball, some kids play basketball, right. but he still he still averaging fifty kids in the weight room, mm. minus the minus the kids that are doing other sports. But I mean, it's 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 a good look. So yeah, that's a hell of a start, seem, man. Yeah, the parents seem very excited. So I'm excited for him. So I'm, I'm just waiting for the season to start now. That's what's up, man. Well, look, if you like what you heard, man, give us a shout out, man. Email us if you got any questions or you want to jump on here on the clock twenty at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram on the clock. You can't miss us, man. We got a whole bunch of questions and debates going on there. Um, also, if you want to join on Facebook, it's On The Clock Radio, OTC Sports for short. And uh, we'll see you again, man, after this wild, wild weekend that's going to come here, this beautiful playoff weekend in the NFL. We'll keep our ears to the ground, man. So Round three, baby. Round three. That's what that's the, that's the goal, bro. You all got to get to round three. Go Duval, baby. Let's go. You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time.